Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Tuning in. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius along with engineer Kyle. Say hi, Kyle. And it's one talkative dude over there. Producer T-Bone. How you doing, T-Bone? I'm doing great. Thank you, T-Bone. And the man that rocks at barbecue, our resident expert, Dan Doc Hathaway. Dan, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. So last weekend was Father's Day. Um, I've got to say something about T-Bone, which is a rare occurrence, and that is... He has a teenage son that actually talks to him. <laughs> Consistently. Consistently. Uh, Dr. Phil has called him and said, how do you do it? <laughs> uh, in a word, respect. So you, you were telling me the other night, you guys were up till what, like 3.30 in the morning just chatting? Yes. Uh, I, I didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> were you teaching him how to cook ribs? No, oh, no. Okay. He was playing Minecraft and we started talking about music and his future. That's very nice. By the way, I hope it's okay if I mention this. The guitar opening that you hear, which is so fantastic, that is your son playing yes. the music. That's yes. awesome. He, he wrote it, recorded it, did all of it. Incredibly talented. Now, speaking of Father's Day, Dan, three daughters. Yep. How did Father's Day go? It was awesome. Now, do, do, do they make up like little crayon Father's Day cards for you, or what do they do? You know, I, I my daughters are extremely... Uh, uh, creative and so i got some i I actually got some great gifts nice i got some great gifts i got a a nice little jar that my 12 year old grace uh made for me and in it has little inspirational quotes so every day you go and you pick one out and you read it and the best the one that got me was i'm inspired by you dad that made me cry you know at the bottom of the jar it says when i turn 16 buy me a car dad (laughs) exactly right And then Kyle and I, of course, we are the two that do not have children. (laughs) And I have to tell you something, you know, as you get older and you don't have children, people will say the rudest thing to you, especially on on like social media and stuff. Like they'll call us names like happy and not broke, things like that. Not broke is a big one. (laughs) (laughs) They're mean. They're cruel. That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) I knew Kyle and I would enjoy that one. So speaking of Father's Day, I got to tell you a quick story. Years ago when I was uh, living out in California, and so I could not get back in town for Mother's Day. So I called mom, wished her happy Mother's Day, and I felt kind of sad. But, you know, how do you? there's two ways to fix sadness, ribs or golf, okay? <laughs> so I went golfing that day. Get to the golf course on Mother's Day. Nobody's there. I mean, I have got the course to myself because every dad, every father, every husband is taking care of all the moms. And I played around in about three hours all by myself. It was heaven. So I thought, same thing, Father's Day. Well, I'll go back. Yeah. Oh, no. my God. Are you kidding me? So every, <laughs> I guess every wife has decided you need to take the children golfing whether they can golf or not. And I pulled in the parking lot and I just saw all these clumps of a dad with like two or three children and the course was completely backed up. So needless to say, I just circled the parking lot, went home, had some ribs. 
Ribs fix everything. Ribs fix everything. So anyway, let's talk barbecue. Uh, we've got a great guest coming up later on, Ted Conrad of Fireboard Labs. Uh, that may be a name that doesn't jump out of you, Fireboard, but they have probably some of the world's best thermometers for grilling and smoking. Uh, Dan, these things are so cool. They're great. They uh, so basically, it's a it's a a secondary thermometer you can stick in your uh, your cooker that can. Uh, monitor the, the internal temperature of the food as well as the ambient temperature of the cooker. And it also serves as a data logger to so you can go back and look at how your cook went. And yeah, you look and at it's you, super nerdy, you look but at man, you, it's awesome. <laughs> you look like you look at your phone or on your computer and you can see how it's going. Yeah. And it's Bluetooth or wire or, or Wi-Fi. So you could be in China and, and monitor your, your cooker if you wanted to. It's, it's a great product. My ribs are a little too hot. Yeah, right. Uh, we're going to talk to him later on. Uh, just so if you want to look up their, his website, it's fantastic. It's fireboard.com. That's F-I-R-E-B-O-A-R-D, fireboard.com. Or as Dan would say, www.fireboard.com. Also coming up, it's our very special special before 4th of July weekend special, which I have titled and say it with me. So special. It's special. Say it with me. Special. Burger, Burgers, brats, brats and, and dogs. dogs. Oh, oh my. my. Um, Kyle did wow. not. Hang on. Kyle didn't say it. We're going to have to all do it again. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to have that. Uh, I mean, it, weekend before 4th of July, we want to get everybody prepared for the holidays. And I love talking burgers and I love talking brats and dogs. So this is going to be outstanding. But right now it's time for one of my favorite segments. It's Ask Dr. Dan, the Barbecue Fix-It Man, sponsored by Blues Hog Raspberry Chipotle Barbecue Sauce. And T-Bone, what question do we have this week? Oh, we've got a very appropriate question. They were obviously listening to the show last week when you promoted burgers, brats, and dogs. Oh, my. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. July 4th weekend, we will be doing hot dogs, brats, etc. Are any of the Soak Your Links overnight recipes worth a darn? I, I edited there. Any of your what? Say that again. I'm sorry. Soak your links overnight recipes. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. I was just double checking. Yeah. <laughs> We've done the soaked in dark beer mixture oh, of spices okay. and never noticed any difference. Is all of this just nonsense? And how do you get the best results on the grill? Love the show. And get this. This, this is actually from Mark and the crew at our affiliate in Seymour, uh, Texas, KSEY. Oh, thank you, Mark. All right, expert. Well, this is a new one for me Dr. because <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I have not uh, ventured into the soak your links world, I guess. Uh, what I normally do is I just boil my brats and beer and onions like a normal person would. Well, <laughs> okay. But so soaking them overnight in dark beer, man, that seems, uh, I don't know. I, well, I, the, the casing. Yeah. Right. Right. Isn't that going to... Well, get in the way of... Of course it will, but, it, you know, the ends of a broad are always open because they have to twist them up and then snip the ends to make the links. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with it. So no. do you think the boiling works better than just having it sit in, in it for overnight? I think so, yeah, because you're... you're you know, Have you ever put a broad on the grill? Just Of course. Raw, well, obviously, we all have. <laughs> uh, and before it gets blackened, and then you go to cut it open and it's still raw in the middle. Mm. So that's why you boil it a little bit. So you par cook it. In the in the in the liquid with the onions and everything else, and then you 
finish it on the grill and that way you have onions for your brats. Nice. But yeah, the, the soaking it in dark beer thing or, or any kind of soak, well, your, I'm going to have to look it, into that. When, when I was a kid, my dad would always boil hot dogs. Yeah. And he'd take us to a place, a hot dog stand that boiled them in beer, footlongs sure. boiled in beer and everything. And they never touched the grill. Right. And it wasn't until I was like about 10 or 11 years old and I had a fried hot dog from Dairy Queen <laughs> yeah. foot long. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yes. Yeah. I, I can imagine, you know, like a Nathan's hot dog boiled. Yeah. But you grill that thing. Oh, yeah. It well, just brings up. all the flavor out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I got to tell you tonight before the show, I had gotten some wings that normally I just stick in the oven and warmed up. But I went. Oh, wait a minute. We're, we're talking barbecue and grilling and everything. So I stuck them on the grill. I don't know why. They're just that much better. Of course they are. They're just that much better. Of course they are. Yeah. Nothing, nothing better than it. Just a little kiss of fire. Okay. So we, uh, what are we so saying this, here? This, we don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me get back to you on that one, Mark, because uh, I've got to do some research. on. Well, I would suggest soaking. based on what you said, Dan, is Mark should try boiling them instead of you know, doing that. For sure. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Mark, thank you very much. We are going to send you a our sauce of the month, which is the Blues Hog Raspberry Chipotle Barbecue Sauce made from all natural ingredients. And you can purchase this sauce online at the Kansas City Store.com. That's the Kansas City Store.com. And if you have any other questions for Dan, either post it on our Facebook page, which of course is BBQ Radio Nation. That's Barbecue Radio Nation. Or you can email Dan at, I love this, Dr. Dan at bbqradionation.com that's d-r-d-a-n dr dan at bbqradionation.com and you might be getting yourself a free bottle of barbecue sauce for our sauce of the month so what we need to do now is we're going to be talking about our brats and burgers and all kinds of stuff that is coming up next right here on barbecue radio nation to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with our barbecue guru, Dan Hathaway. And this week, the weekend before 4th of July weekend, we are talking burgers, brats, and dogs. Say it with me. Oh, Oh my. my. Okay, they're starting to catch on. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I want to start, Dan, with burgers. I love burgers. Uh, My 
brother who lives in uh, San Diego texted me on uh, a couple of days ago. He goes, oh, I'm getting ready to make some burgers. And I just went burgers. I mean, I just love hamburgers yeah. and on the grill. They're just so much better. So let's start with, first of all, you go to the grocery store or the butcher shop and I see all kinds of things. I see ground beef, ground round, ground steak burgers, ground chuck. Break that down a little bit, would you? Break it down in the way of, uh, you know, what's what's preferred or or what do I buy? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know it was the Dan Hathaway barbecue store. <laughs> no, I thought it was barbecue. No, uh, a little bit. Just break it down so for what people I mean, are looking for. Really, you know, the, the biggest thing is for me, I look for I just look for regular old 80, 20 ground beef. And, and that that makes the best uh, grilled hamburger because you have the fat content you need for it to hold up and stay juicy. And uh, it, it's going to have the most flavor for sure. So is that 20% fat? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say 80% fat. Whoa. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, we don't want 80% fat. So what's the differences between like ground beef, ground round? You know, you'll find like ground beef uh, or ground round is going to, it's, it's not going to hold up as well as the ground beef. It's probably going to have a, 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 the percentage of fat in it isn't going to hold up and it's going to crumble apart. And like the ground uh, sirloin, Mm-hmm. You know, that that's really, you know, that's a chili meat. You want to, you want to reserve that for chili. You couldn't make hamburgers out of it. There's no binder to it. And what's ground chuck? Ground chuck? You got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a chuck rose that's ground up. I mean, it, you know, it's the same thing. It'd, it'd be good for chili meat. Okay. So in your professional opinion. My professional opinion. <laughs> when you're doing hamburgers, ground beef is just basically the best way to go. I, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just ground, regular ground beef you'd find in the, in the grocery store. I think sometimes when I make tacos, maybe I do the ground round because it breaks apart, I think. But okay, so I have seen all kinds of different ways of making hamburgers, and some of them are very creative. One of the ideas that I saw that I thought was really smart was rather than to put toppings on top of it, you mix them in and then grill it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now now talk about things that you can do like that. So my, one of my favorite things to do is actually, you uh, chop up raw bacon and and mix Uh it in with your burger and that, come on now. It just sounds good. (laughs) That I I love, uh, I'm a big onion guy. I I love onions. Uh, Good thing you're sitting that far away. (laughs) But, uh, you know, chop up onions in a a burger. Well, my dad, when he would make hamburgers, and again, you know, dads only like to do things when fire's involved. uh, (laughs) But he used to love to to grill up the onions, Mm -hmm. and they were just so good. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't... Personally, I don't prefer a raw onion on my hamburger. Right. But I love the grilled like grilled onions. onion. Yeah. But I never thought about mixing that in with the meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, grill them up and, and I caramelize them for all that matters and just mix it in uh, with the meat. Yeah. I mean, wow. Okay, so another burger that I love is mushroom Swiss burgers. Mm-hmm. So could you, first of all, mix in the mushrooms inside the ground beef? Sure. And then could you mix cheese in with it too? Yeah, you, you absolutely could. You know, the, the big thing is that you want to do is chop the, uh, chop the mushrooms up because you just won't, if right. you, you want them to, if, you want the binding to happen. So you want it to stick together. If you just have a big old hunk of mushroom and then you take a bite out of it, it just falls apart. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not going to be the worst thing ever. You're still going to get fed, but it's not going to be the most pleasurable experience. See, I could see me with a, with, because again, Mushroom Swiss, my favorite kind of burger. I can see me putting cheese and mushroom in the burger, mixing it all up, grilling it. And then when I get done, put more cheese (laughs) and more mushrooms on top. Yeah. You know, and maybe the mushrooms with the, like the gravy sauce on it. (laughs) The brown gravy mushrooms. Yeah. Why not? Am I I going overboard? (laughs) No, there's no such thing as going overboard with toppings for me. Can you pick that up though? Or will it just fall apart? 
It's definitely a fork and knife. <laughs> it's definitely a fork. It's all right. Knife. It's all going to the same place. That's right. Yeah. Just take the top off of it and call it an open face. Okay. So I saw this on TV one day and I thought it was kind of cool. Somebody, you know, they, they flatten out the burger mm-hmm. and then they took a little, one of those little whole kind of cooking things. As you can tell, I've never been in a kitchen, but they made, basically it looked like a donut. Right. And then put stuff in the middle. Sure. What all can you put in the middle like that? Fried egg. Oh, fried egg. Yeah, make a farmer's burger with a fried egg and bacon. Yep. Oh, my gosh. This is, we're, we're changing lives right now. We are. <laughs> I never thought. See, uh, there's a place in town that has got the best BLTs. Yeah. Okay. Especially the original restaurant. I don't know why, but they're just greasier and better the way the bacon comes mm-hmm. out. But then one day I discovered the fried egg on top of yeah. it. And it made it even better. But I've never thought about doing the fried egg on a hamburger. Yeah. Fried egg on a hamburger. That's the way to go. My my daughter, actually, my youngest daughter was, uh, I think she was Fourth at the American Royal last year with wow. an, with an eggy burger. Now, how old is she? She's seven now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when she was six. Yeah, when she was six. You know, it's so funny. Some some parents, you know, their kids grow up for a life of crime and Dan's children are be growing up going, hey, you're not doing those ribs right. <laughs> right. Yeah, they they scold me all the time on what I'm doing wrong. You're putting the sure. sauce on too early. <laughs> but oh. Yeah. Yeah. Egg on a hamburger is great. Uh avocado you do avocado in the middle of it okay so sometimes like with the blt i'll get i'll get the eggs over easy Uh and you know at some point you're going to bite into it and it's going to be just all over the place that's the experience that's the experience there's nothing worse than a hard yolk in a in a burger or a blt it just defeats the purpose okay so another thing about about grilling hamburgers there's two thoughts on it uh, there's the, the, the big thin patty mm-hmm. or there's the, the smaller, thick, big, juicy patty. Right. What do you prefer? So I, I actually prefer a wider, about half inch thick patty to grill. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do it on the flat top, uh, then I want a thin patty that you can actually smash out. Like, you know, the, everybody, that's the new popular thing is the, the Blackstone griddles and that sort of thing. Right. People like to make their smash burgers and that way you can pile them high and put all the toppings on them. Okay, I think that's kind of the way I like them. Plus, now here's another thing. And of course, we're gonna we're gonna have Ted on later talking about temperatures and thermometers. Mm-hmm. What about temperatures on hamburgers? Don't isn't there a safety thing you want it to be cooked a certain amount? Yeah, you definitely want to get it out of that zone where there you know bacteria can still you know grow in them. But uh, you know, burgers are kind of funny. You get some people that like them super rare, almost blue. You know, or you like the person that likes them well done. My, I prefer a, a good 135, like a medium rare. Um, it just, it's, it's the way that I like to eat hamburgers. I don't like them to be too raw in the middle. Can you explain a little bit about the Blackstone, how that works? Is that a whole separate grill or does that go yeah, on? Yeah, it's actually a, a, a propane fired uh, flat top griddle, basically. It, it, it's an outdoor cooking device. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're, they're fantastic. And don't they have things that go like on your grill? Oh yeah, you can yeah you can definitely get grill plates. Uh, grill plates. Yeah, Lodge yeah. makes a good cast iron grill plate. I use one that that actually goes on my Weber gas grill, and uh, it just it 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 creates a, a whole different zone in the grill with a flat top on it that I don't ever take off of there because we use it so much for fajitas and and burgers oh. and and, and frying frying eggs too. You'd fry your fry eggs, eggs on it. I make bacon on it so it keeps yeah. uh, the grease out of the house. Right. Yeah. Okay. Man, I've learned way too much today. I'm, <laughs> my neighbor's going to hate me. I want to be out there grilling hamburgers in the backyard. pancakes and <laughs> eggs in the morning. 
you know, tonight about midnight. I'm like, you know what? I've been thinking about what Dan said, and I'm going to make a donut, a hamburger, and put a whole bunch of stuff in it, including an egg. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's a great idea. Okay, one more quick thing, though. So, steak burgers. Mm-hmm. I've heard steak burgers. How right. are those different than, like, a regular hamburger it's just ground the, beef? It's, the, gr- it's the, grind, the ground up meat that they use for it, so it would be the sirloin. And it's more expensive, right? It's, yeah, it's going to be a little more expensive because it comes from a more expensive cut. And because of that, you could perceivably grill it not as a high of a temperature because it's more like a steak than a hamburger, right? No, you just I, I would just cook it like a normal hamburger. You know, the, the steak burgers really, they, they tend to be better for the flat top because you can really get them formed and get that nice crust on the outside of them. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, next segment, we're going to be talking about brats and hot dogs right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I've been shut out of many places. I've seen pure evil in many faces. Stare down the barrel of a 45. The only reason I did not die. Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back, right after this. You're talking about your woman. I wish to God, man, that you could see mine. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation with engineer Kyle and producer Tebow. And I'm Dave Kais with barbecue in-house expert Dan Hathaway. And this segment for 4th of July, or I should say pre-4th of July, we're talking brats and dogs. And I've got to first start off by telling you a story. Many years ago, one weekend I got hired by one of those big credit card companies at a festival here in town that was Labor Day weekend to try and get people to sign up for their credit cards. And it was, you know, Labor Day weekend around here can still get really, really hot. It was one of those boiling hot weekends. It was like Dan working on a chicken coop is what it was like. (laughs) So my job was to try to try to recruit people. And it was hot and I was tired. And I, well, I I hope I don't get in trouble for saying their name. We'll give them a free plug. Johnsonville Brats has a trailer that's a grill. It's pulled by a semi cab thing. Have you, you know I've seen I'm, it. Yeah. yeah. Of course it's, I've seen it. <laughs> I looked it up. It's called the Big Taste Grill. Okay. And again, there's something about them cooking these brats on their big grill. They were the best brats I've ever had in my life. And every time I had a 10 minute break, I would run over there, grab a brat and a lemonade. I bet you I ate 12 of them in two days. (laughs) I know, I know, but they were just the best. And so I've been hooked on brats ever since. I love fixing them at home. A couple of things I do before, before we get Dan's opinion on it is I don't put them on a hot dog bun, some little flimsy hot dog bun. You got a big brat. I get those big deli buns. 
And I like to use the coarse mustard on it. Oh, yeah. And that and a bag of chips, and I'm I'm in heaven. Yeah, stone ground mustard's way oh, good. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Well, anyway, t- talk about brats. Well, when it comes to brats, I mean, I, I'm open for anything. I mean, <laughs> especially uh, especially the different uh, fillings they put in. I mean, you know, like the, mm-hmm. there's a great place that I, I get brats from. That they're a very small. They hand make them, and it's nice. a pineapple jalapeno cheddar brat. And oh my goodness. It's unreal. They just sell them. They make them there at this little convenience store down by where well, I live. Well, it's kind of like we were talking about it, hamburgers in the last segment yeah. is rather than put it on top of it, put, put it, it inside, inside of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I absolutely. love the idea of the cheese yep. and, and the jalapeno. That's a great the idea. Jalapeno, and then they, they do an apple gouda, which is <laughs> sounds, you know, a little strange, but once... Once you try one, you're like, yeah, this this really does work. You get the creaminess of the cheese. And you're the- only allowed to eat those in the suburbs, though. You cannot eat them out in where you live. Out in the country. Out, yeah. You think For he's sure. out? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, they're great. I, I if you've been to Chrisman's before here in Kansas City, haven't you? I have not. Oh my goodness, they make the probably my favorite. They call it the barbecue roll. If you're ever up in Strawberry Hill District, go there and get barbecue roll. It's what a lot of the barbecue restaurants here in town use for their sausage recipe. It's wow. fantastic. Oh, wow. Fantastic. And, and now with, let's say I get a store-bought brat. Mm-hmm. Should I boil it? We were talking about broiling. I never have. I just throw them on the grill and cook them until they're done. Yeah. What I, do you think? I like to kickstart them a little bit by boiling them in a little bit of beer okay. and some onions, just so when you do throw them on the grill, they don't get so screaming hot. They start spitting out grease at you okay that, that's the big thing you want to avoid you just right. want to i like to bring them up nice and slow and and you get the right texture and you don't end up with like a like a pittsburgh steak where it's blue in the middle and black on the outside okay so for the non-beer people what else can they boil them in water Do okay. like a flavored water you could probably you know you could take a, any kind of seasoning you would want to use um and and do like a, a almost like you do a crab boil okay and you know, maybe a little bit of Old Bay in water. I mean, Put some, spi- some spices in Any there and so forth. Any kind of spice on it, okay. yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that. Okay, so let's talk hot dogs. You go to the store, there's so many different kinds. You got the ballpark franks. Yep. You've got all beef, all turkey. To me, because you're thinking, okay, I want to do something kind of healthy. Um, now, for me, I like the all beef hot dogs, and I like the all turkey hot dogs. I like them both just equally the same. Really, I, I, I can honestly say I, I can't remember the last time I had an all turkey hot dog. It's good. Yeah, I'm sure it's just fine. It, it you know, it's all about the spices that they use in them and, and everything else. But yeah, I for me, you can't beat an all beef hot dog. I mean, you just can't. You can't. The flavor of them is fantastic, and and you, you get the right kind of snap to them when you bite into them. Now, do you do the boil thing too, and then grill them, or how do you do it? <laughs> no, them? I'm I'm a straight straight on the grill hot yeah. dog guy because I myself and my whole entire crew they they like them with a little bit of char on them, and that's <laughs> and since they're fully cooked, you can achieve that without destroying them too bad. Well, back in the day, back in my lazy days, which was about uh, eight minutes ago, <laughs> um, I would microwave them. You know, put a fork. I don't a, know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd hit them with a fork so they wouldn't explode in your microwave. But right. I would microwave. Now I haven't done that in years. Okay, yeah. I yeah. grill them now. Okay, and again, I like. There's something about the grill marks. I don't know what it is. It's just the flame flavor. You can't. You can't. 
you cannot buy that flavor in a store. And what I cannot wait to get home and bite into is a tofu dog. I'll tell you what. Those <laughs> well, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to offend the folks who are vegetarians no. and so forth. We, they are all welcome to our show because we're going to talk veggies and fruits and everything else to grill. But a friend of mine, I brought this up last week. We were having a little Monday night football get together and she wanted to come along. And I said, absolutely. She knew the guys there. And I, she, I said, we're gonna have hot dogs and everything. And she said, well, can I bring my own tofu dogs? And I said, sure. And she brought one of those and I bit into it. And I, I, I wish I could remember how you would explain it, but it was like just buying into a cloth dog or something. And what does a tofu dog even really look like? Well, it looks the same. That's the problem. Same color? It looked the same. That's trickery. How does it cook? <laughs> I think he cooked it the same. The I don't same. remember. Huh. Um, probably, I mean, it doesn't like burst into flames or anything. Probably a microwave. <laughs> angry the barbecue gods. <laughs> it melts into sadness. <laughs> <laughs> and before we run out of time, just a, a little love to chili cheese dogs. Love oh, chili cheese dogs. Love chili cheese onions. dogs. Onions. Got your onions on them too. More onions than you could ever imagine. And, and just yellow mustard the cheapest <laughs> yellow mustard you can find well coming up next segment we're going to talk about the all-important thermometers we've talked about this a lot and we've got a great expert that dan's lined up for us his name is ted conrad with fireboard labs and look up his website before we start chatting with him it's fireboard.com that's fireboard.com and of course all the stuff we're talking about you can find out about on our facebook page which is bbq radio nation please like us at barbecue radio nation Become part of the Barbecue Radio Nation, and it's free. That's up next. One summer day, she went away. She gone and left me. She gone and stay. But now she gone. Radio Nation. I'm Dave. That's Dan. And we are talking about thermometers, not just any kind of thermometers. These are some high tech thermometers. I know, Dan, you've used these before. Oh, yeah. I've had one for uh, for many years now. And, and it's it's become my one tool that I never leave at the house when I go out to cook competitively or even in the in the backyard. These are very cool. Yeah. We're going to get ready to speak to Ted Conrad of Fireboard Labs. By the way, as we're talking to him, check out his website, fireboard.com. That's F-I-R-E-B-O-A-R-D.com, fireboard.com. And it's Ted Conrad. Ted, how are you doing? 
Hey, great guys. Thanks for having me on. Very welcome. I'm glad to have you on because this is some cool stuff I've never seen before. I have to tell you, I've have many jobs and one of them is i i'm a real estate agent i do mostly uh residential leasing and i show a lot of these brand new apartments and everything and they've got all the washer and dryers now are high tech you can pay for it with your credit card or debit card and then they've got on it on your phone that tells you like when your washer's done or the clothes are dry or even if there's empty things well your thermometers are kind of the same thing aren't they yeah, pretty much. That's a, a pretty good analogy. <laughs> I've been uh, kind of translated to the barbecue world. And really, honestly, people use this for cooking. There's all sorts of commercial uses we found, uh, brewing, you know, restaurants and grocery stores, but, but obviously very popular in the barbecue world. And, you know, it's temperature is key. You know, Dan, Dan will tell you any, any professional or even you know, amateur cook knows that temperature is number one thing so when you've got a piece of meat and i've obviously the it's not a trivial thing these days to buy a brisket um pretty you know hefty investment <laughs> and you know you want to cook that right up to the temperature and you don't want to go over you're talking about anywhere between you know six eight ten twelve hours of cook time so you've got to keep your eye on the temperature and that's that's kind of what we've done is create a solution that's a little bit easier to do that with the help of a little bit of technology. Yeah. You've, you guys have really taken the, uh, the guesswork out of it and, and really allowed people to get away from the cooker and still monitor their, their temperatures and their, and everything else and, and pump out really good barbecue. It's a, it's pretty amazing how barbecue has shifted from such a non-technical old school, you know, all touch, all feel thing to really moving into uh, more advanced technologically and uh and and really precise measurements of time and temperature it, it it's really amazing and 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 it that's the best way to cook it, as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah you know it sounds complicated whenever you have technology involved but really honestly that the whole goal of the company and the product was to build a thermometer to really make life easier um, and i think people find that even though it is a gadget, you know, there is wireless involved. It's pretty easy to set up. And once you get it set up, then, you know, you can go anywhere across town if you've got errands <laughs> to run. So the point of it isn't to make things more complicated. The point of it is really to simplify and to make the whole cooking process easier. So if, if you're like at Walmart and you run into your neighbor and your neighbor goes, hey, what are you doing? You go, cooking. Because <laughs> it's right there on your phone, right? Yeah, people love to you know whip out their cell phone and you know show off. We've we've got a new feature now. We've got uh, photos and notes, so you can literally kind of snap a photo as things are going along, and you can share that. You, know, you can share it out via text or share it kind of social, whatever. But people love to to take a look and show their friends what's going on, and, and people can actually monitor. They don't have to have the Fireboard app, but you can send them a link. And they can monitor your cook kind of, you know, in a way just for kicks. Yeah. So they can actually monitor it remotely real time. <laughs> well, the one thing that I, that I really like about the fireboard and, and I'll, let me start by saying this, you called it a gadget earlier. It's a tool, man. It, it's, it's a great piece of equipment to have in your arsenal when it comes to barbecue. And the one thing that I love 
is the temperature control system that you guys have uh, that you guys have built in the last what year and a half with the draft inducing fans. It really, uh, if you have a, a grill or, or, or a smoker that can that needs a little help with draft, man, that thing is awesome. You just plug it in, dial up the temperature you want, and it'll just it'll puff air on your cooker until it reaches the desired temperature. And that's a game changer when it comes to uh, cooking at the house for sure. Yep. Yeah, we've you know we've kind of stumbled on that, and people ask us for the the temperature control, um, and, and it's interesting because even just the last few months, you know, you've seen a lot more, you know, staying at home and cooking at home and people love to use the temperature control, you know, so just a little bit of, of air via the fan, you can regulate. I tell you, I just, it's, it's a flat line. You can like keep that temperature within about 0.4 degrees Fahrenheit. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And when you, when you can control a temperature that precisely in your cooker, that's when you really start to learn how things cook instead of how to battle a fire. You know, it, it, it really takes the guesswork out of it and it just makes it a flawless process. Now, Ted, you started this with, is it Steve? Am I saying right? Bridgman? Yeah. Steven Brigaman. Yeah. Oh, Brigaman. One of my college okay. buddies. Yeah. So is this like two guys in a garage and you went, you know, we could do a better barbecue <laughs> with this. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it was two guys in a very, very small office. And then <laughs> uh, from there, we upgraded to uh, a small office and then medium. And now we, you know, we don't have a, a large operation by any means now. But, you know, as I sit here today, we've got 19 of us um, in our company. And, you know, that's, that's a, that's a decent sized group. You know, we've, we've got enough people now we can keep up with customer service. We keep up with all the order flow. Uh, and, and by the way, we do the majority of the manufacturing is done right here in Kansas city. So it's kind of a neat story. You know, we, we buy components and we buy parts all over you know, the world. We've got stuff domestically. We bring in, of course, a lot of the electronic stuff is coming from Asia. Uh, we have uh, actually boxes to come from Minneapolis and then Canada but it all comes together right here in Kansas city. We do the board manufacturing. We have machines here. So it's kind of a neat, uh, neat, you know, Midwest kind of manufacturing story on top of uh, the barbecue side. Well, I want to give out the uh, website again. So everybody, they can go on there, check it out, order your product. It's fireboard.com. Real simple fireboard.com. Quick question though, before I let you go, you can also do this thing to Alexa, the Amazon Alexa. So you can like go, Hey Alexa, how's my brisket going? Right. Yep. That's it. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> yeah. We, you can do Alexa and then Google, Google home as well. And that, you know, it's, it's funny, but you know, you're sitting there in the kitchen and your hands are dirty. You know, you've got 15 different things going on. You're trying to balance this. And so it, it really turns out, you know, Dan mentioned tool, but I mean, that's another nice tool as you're sitting there busy around the kitchen or whatever, you know, you can just do a quick phrase, you know, Hey, what's, what's my temperature? And you've got all the information you need to know. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> so cool. Once again, we've been talking with Ted Conrad of fireboard.com. Check out these thermometers. They are unbelievable. You can put them on your phone and check everything you're doing. It's fireboard.com. Ted Conrad, Ted, thanks so much for joining us here on barbecue radio nation. Thank you guys. Thanks, Ted. And we'll be right back in just a few minutes to sum everything up. And be sure to check everything out on our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation.
The things that I used to do Lord, I won't do no more The things that I used to do Welcome back to our final segment of Barbecue Radio Nation and our very special edition. It has been burgers brought. Wait, nobody. You guys have all abandoned me. Oh, my. Say it. Oh, my. Oh, my, my. Did I do it right? Not even close. Burgers, brats and dogs. Oh, my. Uh, Yeah, I learned a lot about burgers today. I, I never would have thought that I would have learned so much about hamburgers, but I have. And there's so much more to learn, Dave. I mean, I thought I knew everything I needed to know about hamburgers. I mean, the hamburgers are kind of simple, but some of the stuff, the eggs part that you talked about, yep, yep. that, what what about hard-boiled eggs, chopping those up? Would that be? That's a hard pass for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that nobody would want to be around you after that. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you. I'll tell you what. Some hard-boiled eggs and some Budweiser. You, you take your ground beef, put it in a bowl, Take some Lipton onion soup mix, throw it in there, a little bit of Worcestershire. Okay. Mix it all can, up. Yeah, I can work with that. Hang on. Where was T-Bone during the hamburger section? Yeah, we, we where, where were you? You blew right by me. Well, we didn't <laughs> really chime want, in. We didn't really want to talk to you, but no, that's a fantastic idea. I like that. What about ranch, the little packets of, of the dried ranch? Okay. Oh, like yeah. Hidden Valley ranch yeah. packets? Yeah. See, folks, this is, why, something, big guy. this is why you have to stay to the end of the show, because we give you all the good stuff at the end. All right. <laughs> Middle of the show, not so much, but you hang around to the end. We're going to tell you some things. <laughs> also want to thank our guest today, Ted Conrad of Fireboard Labs. These are the coolest temperature gauges for your phone app. Tells you what's going on, the temperature when it's done, everything you need to know, uh, you can purchase them and check out their website, fireboard.com. That's fireboard.com. Of course, you can also get them at the Kansas City Barbecue Store.com. That's the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And those are just, I just love those thermometers, man. I got to get one of those and, and go high tech. Of course, it'll take me two hours to figure out how to do the app on my phone, but I'm not that bright. It seems like a no-brainer during football season. Oh, that's a great point. I I just need to find a 15-year-old to put it on my phone, and then I'll be good to go. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, coming up next week, you got a great guest lined up. Awesome guest. We have Malcolm Reed from How to Barbecue Right, and uh, and his barbecue team, obviously, uh, Killer Hogs Barbecue. This guy has changed the way we view barbecue and learn barbecue from on social media it's uh, it's unbelievable i'm super excited to have him on next week you do not want to miss that guest we got lined up for next week also don't forget check us out on our facebook page at bbqradionation.com you can listen to shows on spotify and itunes for engineer kyle producer t-bone dan hathaway and myself i'm dave kais thank you so much for tuning in we'll see you next week right here on barbecue radio nation